Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone. It is 2016. I can't believe it, but it uh, is. I hope everyone had a great year-end. It, in corporate, always a tough time, right, year-end? Yeah, I know. It is a tough time. You know, I remember being in accounting all those years, and, and you know, the holidays were never a fun time for us. Right, balancing the books, Yeah. Um, all that stuff. But anyway, we hope everyone is hanging in there. This is where you want to be, right? The mission of Corporate Talk is to leave no stone unturned, to leverage all of our skills collaboratively, and to make a difference in the workplace, our lives, and even the world as one person. That is our mission. And going into 2016, it is still our mission. It is. Just maybe with a heightened sense of urgency since it's 2016. So yeah. the clock ticks, right? Yeah, it really does tick. Um, we've had some great shows in the past. Um, last week we had a great show listening to uh, Anthony Amico telling us how to fund our business, our idea, our dream, right? Yeah, that was a really interesting show because there was so much that I didn't know was available. Right, and also um, he's a good partner out there, and knowing that there are people like him able to help us proceed. Yeah, and that's, you know, I also want to invite our listeners to go to the TalkZone.com website and check our check out our page under the business channel, Corporate Talk with Charlie Needed, but we are featured there because we do have replays available for free 24-7. I don't know what's happening with my voice, but... Um, you can then download the free TalkZone app onto your phone, Android or iPhone, and you can listen to us whenever your little heart desires. Right. So, you know, check it out. Look through the archives. See a particular topic. You know, we take a lot of pride in mm -hmm. our guests, and we also take a lot of pride in the fact that we've met pretty much 99% of our guests personally. Yes, we do. Um, one of the things, and we have a fantastic guest today, which I'm going to say again, predictably, what I'm going to say. Not again, don't do it. Um, I think it's even more perfect this week <laughs> than ever, that this guest is <clears throat> perfectly timed, if you think about it. The first guest of the new year, everybody's doing resolutions, you know. Um, in 2015, we have had a lot of guests and a lot of discussions around health. Okay. Well, because it's so important. If you don't feel good, how are you going to come to work? Right. And even if you go to work, <clears throat> how are you going to be productive? Right. That's exactly right. Um, so the other thing is, you know, as we go forward in life and with the different foods and the different preservatives and who knows what we're eating, mm. things come up that never came up before health-wise. Well, and it also gets confusing. So I like when we have, you know, guests on that can speak to that because it gets confusing as to what to eat and what not to eat. Right. So Especially for optimal health. For optimal health, it's very important. And uh, if anybody wants to know 
for the <clears throat> nth time what a health expert is doing on corporate talk with Charlie and Eva. It's very simple. So we're in a meeting. Hey, how was your weekend? Good. Where's Joe? Oh, he's out sick. That's why. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, and the other thing about our guest is, um, again, with great pride, right? It's someone that has walked the talk. Oh, yeah. As absolutely. well. Yeah. So lots of courage there too. So anyway, um, this is going to be a great show and I would love to introduce our very special guest, health expert, Jeanette Hillis Jaffe. Are you with us? Hi, Charlie and Ava. It's great to be here with you. Hey, excellent. Welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie Neva. Happy and healthy and prosperous New Year. Hmm. And did I get your name correct? You did, absolutely. Thanks. Excellent. So, um, by the way, Jeanette is um, an author, a speaker, consultant, um, coach, health coach, just a master's, and we'll let you describe all that uh, from the Harvard School of Public Health. Um, is very impressed with um, what you were talking about when we met, and we really need your help. So we're really excited that you're here, and also you are the author of this really cool book, Everyday Healing, Stand Up, Take Charge, and Get Your Health Back. So um, where should we start? I mean, um, you know, what's wrong with the nation these days? Is there anything we can do as a whole? That's a great question because there, there is a lot wrong in terms of how we take care of ourselves. I would say the main thing that we can do as a whole is to communicate with each other more about what's, and be more honest about what's really going on with our health and our healing. You know, in the sort of photoshopped, big box, supersized world that we live in, there's just a huge amount of shame that anyone has a health problem to begin with. You know, yeah. and so... And especially like in a, in a business environment or a work environment, you can sort of gut it out and I'm going to go to work and I'm going to, you know, just sort of not talk about the fact that I've got this other thing going on and I've got terrible chronic pain and I've got this chronic illness and I don't want anyone to know because it makes me look weak or maybe I'm the weak link in the team or something. But if you're not talking to people about what's going on for you, you're much less likely to actually be dealing with it and coming up with good solutions. So a lot of one of the biggest things that we can do as a society is to sort of destigmatize. Not that people should be complaining and, you know, bitching and moaning, if you'll excuse my language about their <laughs> health challenges, but that, that we should be able to talk about it in productive, supportive ways without feeling shame about it so we can help each other. You know, um, I, I think that's, that's a different answer than, well, I wasn't sure, but I, I, I think it was perfect because... <laughs> Um, I agree, right? We keep it buried. And what, mm -hmm. I, what you're saying is it's okay to bring it out. Um, you know, use the same skill and professionalism that you have talking about other stuff as well when you talk about this so that everybody, you know, I'm almost thinking that it wouldn't be bad. I'm looking at um, Eva in the workplace if, you know, meetings or whatever, we go around the table first, uh, everybody okay? Anybody have anything to add? Actually make a few minutes of that part of the main. We would never get through the meeting. We would never get through the meeting. I think <laughs> I think that most people don't feel well. 
Yeah. You know, I think that, you know, you have the one exception to the rule that might be like Mr. or Ms. Healthy, and then everybody just wants to take them out because no one else is feeling good. So, I mean, I hear what you're saying, you know, about about sharing, but I also don't agree that you can't do you can't do that every you day. can't make it priority. No, you can't put that on the agenda. But I do agree with Jeanette that it's important that people discuss it because so many people are suffering and we're pretending that we're not. Yeah, and uh, I want to add though also people discuss it as if it's never going to go away and they're never going to improve. So they discuss right. it in a negative tone. Right. Right. Well, it and can I, also be like a badge of yeah, of badge honor, of honor. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm here. You know, yeah, I have I'm, I have chronic fibromyalgia, but I'm here. But I'm here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or it can also be used sometimes as excuses for things, or sort of a people can sometimes turn, become sort of helpless victims and sort of learned helplessness around things. Also, I mean, I think a a good employee wellness program for a company, whether it's a small company or a big company really works into it, places where employees can go to be proactive, whether they have health coaches available to them or caseworkers or chaplains or whatever it is. They have a place where they can go and be proactive when they have a health condition. Okay, who can I talk to to strategize about this? You know, just yeah. like when there's a when an issue comes up in um, in a company, okay, so what are our strengths here? What are our weaknesses here? What are our threats? What are our opportunities? You know, what do, what do we have to work with? What resources do we have to work with? To have a place for somebody that you can go to, an appropriate place, you know, probably not every meeting, like Eva says, <laughs> where you can really, you know, problem solve and think think strategically about how, you know, how can I, you know, one of the things that I talk about that I think I talked maybe with you all about when we met was, you know, creating a business plan for your health. As Americans, we're so smart about creating businesses but we don't think about our business, about our health in the same proactive, um, innovative way. So if you create a business plan for your health, like where you have a come up with a, a goal that you're trying to achieve and you decide who's going to be on your team, what professionals and what personal friends will be on your team to help you, you know, then you do some research, okay, choose a strategy, then you try that strategy for a while, then you evaluate, am I getting there or not? What do I need to change? You know, you just approach it in a very step-by-step way and you get support to do that, it's a completely different experience than I'm just going to, you know, white-knuckle it and lose this 15 pounds or whatever it is. You know, that's well, the work as what, well. What I like about listening to you right off the bat is you have that positive approach um, because when you suggest that we come up with a business plan for health, you know, covertly in my head, it, it's a little fearful. It takes a lot of courage because I'm not sure what's, what lies ahead, right? Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like you're saying, you know, basically, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and you'll make a plan around whatever comes up. You know, there are alternatives here. Um, and I think we need that. You know, and I also want to say that um, recently, a year or two ago, I had some issues. And I actually, for the first time in my life, had a health coach, and I didn't know what it was. It was from the from the benefits company, mm. and I didn't. I thought it was a. I, it's just a great idea. I agree a hundred percent. I map out a plan, um, and then seek out a health coach. Be perfect, right? I guess uh, you guys are busy these days. I would think. Yeah, I mean, un, un, you know, unfortunately, there are a lot of chronic illnesses and health conditions out there that people are dealing with. Unfortunately, people are more and more proactively 
trying to make a change in their lives and getting help to do that. So it's, it's fantastic. You know, that, that, that element of it is really good that people are feeling more able to take charge of their own health and not just sort of give up or, you know, try to take some pills and hope that that will, that will make a change. Yeah. It um, seems like, it seems like the shift is now to preventive, not after the fact. Mm, yeah. It is more toward preventive care. Um, which is, you know, you feel guilty now. Right, because I wish I could start over. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, you know, I mean, I think you really put your finger on it a minute ago when you said that um, that uh, part of it is realizing that we can't necessarily, you know, whether we can start over or not, that we can't necessarily predict the future and being okay with that. You know, in, in the introduction to, to my book, to Everyday Healing, I talk about the fact that the reality is whatever health condition we're dealing with, we're getting into a process of research and experimentation. Now, even if you go see a doctor and the doctor says, take this pill, you know, there's probably, often they'll say, you know, if, if it's a serious illness, they'll say that it's a 60% chance that it's going to do this and a 40% chance it's going to do that. You know, it's really always just an experiment and our body is the lab. And yeah. then we have to find out how, to, it's just like a business, just like in marketing. You try something, you see how it responds, and then you adjust. And if we don't get too attached to the outcomes, I mean, you know, if you're dealing with some kind of a terminal illness, this can be more challenging. But if it's, you're trying to improve your health in some long-term way, you try something, you see what happens, and then you adjust. And as long as you have that mindset and you have some support to stick to that mindset. So I talk about that a lot in the book, is, is, is how to adopt that, that sort of more realistic mindset. And I also want to tell you that I wanted to, if it's okay with you, offer um, a, a free book to your to your listeners that if if folks want to sign up for the everyday healing toolkit that's on my website at healforrealnow.com that's excellent for real yeah it's healforrealnow.com that's all spelled out no numbers or anything just healforrealnow.com you go there there's a pop-up you can sign up for the everyday healing toolkit and so anyone who signs up in the next like 24 hours on that website um, we're, I'm going to choose two people who sign up and send them a free copy of my book, Everyday Healing. Excellent. Great. Um, okay, so hold on. Healforrealnow.com. Yeah, right. So much for mapping out a plan, it can be sent to you directly. Right. <laughs> That's really cool. I mean, I love the um, overview, Jeanette. I know we have a lot to discuss. Um, uh, we're going to take our first break, so please stay with us. Corporate Talk with Charlie Eva and very special guest, Jeanette. Hillis Jaffe, we'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars, but now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. 
And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Jeanette Hillis-Jaffe. Jeanette is a speaker, consultant, coach. She has a master's in public health from the Harvard School of Public Health, and she is also the author of Everyday Healing, Stand Up, Take Charge, Get Your Health Back One Day at a Time. So, Jeanette, I wanted to take a little bit of a step back and talk about the health crisis that got you moving on this path and that and how you finally healed from that health crisis in order to write this book. It's really interesting. Sure, yeah, I'd be happy to share that story. Um, so in, in 2002, I was pregnant with my second son, and my whole life I had been a really high-energy person. I'd run a couple half marathons and done some big 100-mile bike trips and was very athletic and high-energy. And in 2002, when I was pregnant, I, in short, you know, I kind of came down with the flu and didn't recover for six years. I wow. had one of those, you know, wow, you're really sick and we don't know what the heck's wrong with you kind of illnesses, uh, uh. um, where I had vertigo and low fevers and swollen glands and terrible aches and just crippling fatigue um, and uh, nausea sometimes and just really could, didn't function well most of the time for about six years from 2002 to 2008. And I, you know, saw every kind of doctor you could imagine. Um, and the diagnoses were sort of, the one that I liked the most was the most honest to me was you have some sort of autoimmune disorder that we haven't labeled yet. <laughs> you know, there's clearly something wrong with you, but we just don't know what it is. That was very honest. That was an older endocrinologist who was just very honest. And besides that, I got chronic fatigue syndrome and chronic Lyme disease. I was diagnosed with both of those as well. And um, after trying several different diets and antibiotics and hormones and steroids and you name yoga and chiropractic and homeopathic, I mean, you name it, alternative and conventional, I did it. I was a full-time patient for six years. I finally decided that I was just going to spend all my time finding a, a handful of people who had recovered from something similar, and I would do whatever they said I should do, regard, whatever they had done, regardless of how crazy it was. Wow, that takes pretty, courage. Yeah, and pretty quickly, I just I found these people who had healed from a similar similar symptoms with a raw food, raw vegan diet, so entirely plant-based, plant-based diet, green juices, wheatgrass, and... Um, I got a lot of support, a lot of what I, a lot of the reason why I was able to make this huge lifestyle change. I was already on a pretty restricted diet, but this was much more so. I got a lot of help. I asked for a lot of help from family and friends to help make food, to learn how to juice, to take care of my kids, to pick up my children from school, you know, a lot of support from my husband and friends and family. And within a couple months, I was better. And within a year, I, you know, in January of 2008, I couldn't sit up and have lunch with five friends to celebrate my birthday. In January of 2009, I threw a dance party for 50 people and danced until midnight or one in the morning um, and wow. had a fantastic time. And, you know, it was just from one year to another, bam, all the difference in the world. So what my book is really about is, is not telling everybody that they need to only eat raw vegetables, <laughs> um, although more vegetables are always a good thing, but everybody really has their own path to health. <laughs> is how do you get the support and how do you have the conviction and the confidence and the commitment that you need to find your own path to health and then to stick to it. So the book is really about developing those habits in your life that can help you find your own path to health. 
wow, because it just must have felt so overwhelming. Like, how did you even find people that had recovered from what you had? You know, thank God for the interwebs these days. You know, really anything. I just, I Googled so many different versions of heal from chronic fatigue syndrome, cure chronic Lyme disease, and and then you just have to separate the wheat from the chaff. You know, you have to, who is, as looks like a snake oil salesman and who looks like somebody who you could talk to. And I was just really looking for role models. Um, and finally I found a handful and they were all sort of pointing in the same direction. Wow. wow that really is amazing because and, I mean, and, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. The only I'll just add is it was really research and experimentation because I, the first thing that I, a couple of years before I had done a similar thing and I had, I found someone who did Ayurvedic diet, which I have known people that have really healed by an Ayurvedic diet, which is based on Indian medicine. Um, mm-hmm. And I tried that, and for me, it didn't happen to work. But the key was, at that point, I made a decision of, oh, diet doesn't make so much of a difference to me. That's not going to be what's, help, what's going to help. And I was wrong about that. I, I had forgotten the research and experimentation model, that we have to just keep trying different things, and what works for one person might not work for us, but we just keep trying different things. So then I went back to the Internet again, and I found the raw foods diet. I tried that, and then that made an enormous difference. You know, that's amazing. And how quickly did you start feeling better? You know, it was crazy because I had tried so many. I had tried, you know, I did a body ecology diet, an anti-candida diet. Nothing really made much of a difference. The raw foods diet, I noticed a significant difference within a month. You know, totally better within a year. But within a month already, I was able to do more during the day and was able to function better and could see a real significant difference. It was fascinating. After so many years of trying, I mean, everything you could possibly imagine. It was crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, especially because I'm I'm sure that they put you, and I think they even mentioned it on your website, I'm sure that they put you on a cocktail of different kinds of antibiotics or different kind of medications, and none of that was making you feel better, which typically the side effects, especially when they don't know, the side effects can be worse than what you're actually suffering with. Um, yeah. But then to just have just the food makes such a huge difference. So are you still a raw food person, or have you now no. been able to incorporate other foods? I mean, I, I probably I eat probably a lot more raw vegetables than most people. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not strictly raw anymore. I, and I call myself a cheegan. I'm a cheating vegan. <laughs> I eat I eat mainly plant based foods, but if I'm at somebody's home and they offer me something, you know, I'll eat it or if I'm you know, so I'm I'm not real strict, but I do but if I get too far off of mainly eating fresh whole foods, I start getting symptoms again. You know, I, I some I sometimes get very down about that and I can feel like I'm a I'm a high maintenance, there's something wrong with my body, and my husband has a great reframe. This is part of what healing is all about. It's about reframing things and seeing them in a more positive light. My husband said, no, you're not high maintenance. You're like a a Formula One race car. You just need high-octane fuel. (laughs) A lovely reframe, you know? Put it in a positive light. You know, don't let it depress you. What I wanted to say was, um, so you were mentioning about the support that you got, Mm-hmm. And you mentioned about the basically test and experiment and keep going thing. And it kind of speaks to exactly what you said in the first segment about speak up, share. It helps. It motivates. It gets you going. It keeps the, it keeps the chains moving, so to speak. And I think that was a big help for you, right? Otherwise you were very likely really to are. implode. <laughs> 
I would think. Yeah. And a lot of people might be suffering that. And then to turn around and, and do the book to share all that really uh, drives that point home. So, so yeah, it's, we can see that you have a lot of respect for what took place. Well, you know, I'm just also wondering too. So, is your husband or was your husband also eating a lot of raw foods? I would imagine it would have to be, right? I mean, well, we have two kids also. We did our our, our home is mainly vegan, and my mm. husband did eat a lot of salads. And at some point, he started drinking green. He, we still drink green juice every morning. We take turns juicing for each other every morning. So that definitely makes a big difference. That what in that everyday healing toolkit that I mentioned that you can download on my on my website. Um, in that toolkit is a letter to the um, a letter to life partners, which can also just be to family members and friends. And it's written by my husband. It's a two page letter written by my husband about how family members and friends can support someone who's going through a major health challenge because it's not easy, you know, and and. A lot of people who have big health challenges have a really hard time communicating to their close, to their loved ones, how hard it is for them and what they really need. So my husband wrote this letter to try to help people who are the primary support person for someone to really understand, um, you know, what is it that you can do? You know, changing your diet, getting more support for yourself, understanding them, not criticizing them. Um, you know, all the all these kinds of things that they can do to really be a real ally to the person who's dealing with a health condition. And, you know, when you were suffering with, with this condition or this mystery illness that no one really knew what it was, I mean, was your husband supportive from the very beginning or did it take a while for you to convince him that, no, I really am sick even though they can't figure it out? He completely was supportive and understanding that I was sick from the very beginning because I was such a high-energy person before mm-hmm. that it was just clear that if I, you know, if I said that I... And he saw how heartbreaking it was to me for years, years, six years, he and my sons would go off on vacation. I would either go and get terribly sick halfway through or I would stay home. And, you know, he knew that that wasn't who I wanted to be. So he understood. But he didn't, it wasn't until the last year when that he really bought into, we need to put all of this, needs to be a family decision. This is one of the beautiful things that he talks about in this letter that he wrote that I would love everybody in the world to be able to read. Again, it's available at Heal for Real Now. Dot com, healforrealnow.com to download the Everyday Healing Toolkit. Um, and what he says is he shifted his mentality where instead of calling it my illness, it was the illness or our illness. And it, was, it wasn't a problem that I had. It was a problem that our whole family had and that we were all going to approach together and put a lot of our resources and a lot of our energy into solving together so that I didn't feel guilty and terrible about using money or using time to deal with it. We were all committed to this together. And it just made an enormous, enormous difference psychologically for me to be able to take on a bigger healing effort, um, the, the really big effort that it took to actually get well. And I find that so many times in, in the health coaching that I do, having a, one's family members really make a shift where it's not your problem, it's our problem, it's the family's issue, it's the family's challenge it makes all the difference in the world and, and letting go of some of that shame and guilt and being able to really feel supported, to take the change and take on the change they need to take on. Well, I think that's so important. And I think it's great that he wrote that letter and it's in the toolkit. And again, that's healforrealnow.com. You can um, sign up, get the toolkit for free. And also um, Jeanette will also pick two people to get the book for free, which is also terrific. But I yeah. mean, it just makes 
such a, a huge difference to have that support because otherwise you just feel so alone in your illness. Um, but still it was such a daunting undertaking because nobody knew what it was. And we're about to take our second break, but when we get back, I'd also like to know like how you finally figured out, I know that you were feeling better, but how you finally figured out that you had actually healed. And so let's talk about that a little bit when we get back from the break. So stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Jeanette Hillis-Jaffe. We'll be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on TalkZone. Welcome back, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is speaker, consultant, and health coach, Jeanette Hillis-Jaffe. And you can learn more about Jeanette at her website at HealForRealNow.com. And if you sign up for our website, you will get the free everyday healing toolkit, which sounds terrific, um, as well as she will also pick two people to get her book for free. And the book is Everyday Healing, Stand Up, Take Charge, Get Your Health Back One Day at a Time. So, Jeanette, before the break, we were talking about um, how you actually were able to heal and how you found people that could help you and you got the support from your friends and family. So then how did you know that you were actually healed? I'm sure it was just, you know, you started feeling better, but how did you know that you were really through this crisis? No, it's a great question because one of the things, because so many illnesses these days, whether it's pain or fatigue, the symptoms are kind of, um, are just sort of subjective. So, I mean, you know you're better when you're totally better and you can just function well in life, but how do you know if you're, if you're trying a new treatment, how do you know if you're getting better, you know, mm-hmm. this week versus last week? It's really hard to tell. So about two years before I got well, I started keeping these daily logs where every uh-huh. day I would log like three times a day, in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night. I would, on a scale for me, it was a one to five scale of, how I felt that day. Um, and then, and I would go back, and whenever I went to my doctor's office, I would graph it for him. And I would say, you, I mean, you did these antibiotics, but look, it's been six months and there's been no change. And I had this very specific, you know, thing in, that I could look at. And when I, and that's when I said that in a month I could see a difference. I went from twos and threes to fours and fives in one month. And that was the first time that it ever happened. I could look back over the last two and three years. And this raw foods diet, for me personally, that was the first thing that had really made a big significant change like that in years. So so I really recommend to people when you have some sort of a chronic illness like that where the symptoms are sort of subjective, to have something where you're charting how you feel and you can go back and look, is this working or is this not? How am I doing? And when it comes to the raw food diet, um, 
What do you think was a, what do you think it was in the raw food diet that helped you heal as opposed to, you know, other types of diets? Sure. I mean, I'll answer that question. I do. Whenever I talk about the raw food diet, I always say that more vegetables are healthier for everybody. And in my work, I, you know, I definitely don't recommend it for everybody. I, I mean, I, I do think a lot of vegetables are better for everybody, but everyone has their own path to health. You know, for some people, it's getting in the right medical trial. For some people, it's the right surgery. For some people, it's the right physical therapy. You know, and almost everybody has to adjust their eating some way or another. But so I just want to make sure that people don't take away from this that I'm saying everyone needs to try a raw foods diet. But for me, that was the path that worked. You know, and I, I feel very fortunate. Um, the, the thinking behind the raw foods diet is mm-hmm. that as we get older, especially our enzymes and our bodies, our digestive enzymes don't work as well and we don't break down food as well. And when you don't cook food, the enzymes in the food are not broken down. And so you actually get tons and tons of enzymes from the food itself. And that helps digest the food and it helps you absorb the food better. Also, if you're just, if all you're eating is, is sprouted beans and, and sprouted, um, all different kinds of sprouts and greens and, all different colored vegetables, you know, it's a very varied diet, then you're getting the number of phytonutrients and micronutrients and proteins and all different kinds of, you know, incredible antioxidants that you're getting versus a regular diet of sort of bread and cheese and meat with a little bit of vegetables. Mm-hmm. It's just you're turbocharging your immune system with so many building blocks for what it needs and enabling it to heal better and enabling it to function better that it's sort of whatever is wrong with you, it just turbocharges your immune system to be able to deal with it better. Yeah, so you know, and that, it, you know, it's really cool too because so many of us don't tend to think of our food as fuel or food is something that could actually help your body heal because it's, if you think about it, I would think that the body's natural state is to be whole and well and it's, all of the environmental factors and all of the factors, you know, that we get from all the different kinds of processed foods that we eat or pesticides or what's in the air, that tends to then create a different environment for us. So I like what you're saying around how if you do the juicing and you do the raw food and you get all those enzymes, you're just, just sort of helping your body do what I think it does naturally. Well, what I wanted to ask is what I think I heard was enzymes are enzymes whether I get them at the vitamin store or I get them in my raw vegetables. They do the same thing once they're in my body. Is that true? Yes and no. I mean, again, I'm, you know, this, my, my expertise is in helping people find their path. I'm not necessarily a raw food coach, but I, right. I will say that my understanding is that um, a lot of enzymes that you might buy at a health food store, the way that they're extracted and processed and produced they end up being sort of so unnatural that when you put them into your body, your body doesn't really know what to do with them, and they sort of almost act like a a free radical in your body, and your body sort of begins trying to attack them in some ways. So whether enzymes that you buy on their own in a a health food store are going to be helpful or not really depend on are they derived from whole foods, are they really as natural as possible themselves, are they easily recognizable and usable by the body? whereas the enzymes that you get in vegetables are for sure, and then you also get all the other phytonutrients and micronutrients and vitamins and minerals that we just don't even know we need that are in vegetables um, right. as well. 
It's, so, it's, this is like we're, we're cheating again, right? We're getting yeah. like free coaching. We're getting health coached, right? <laughs> yeah. So we love this new year because, you know, in my head, I look at raw vegetables as maybe hard to digest. And a lot of times people won't eat them for that reason. But maybe that's not true. You know? No, it, uh, I mean, it, it is, it is, it can be true. I mean, what, what the folks in the raw food diet world would say is that if you work through that, if, you know, if you eat enough of it and you do sort of some, some colon cleansing activities and whatnot, that you can get through that so that your body does digest raw foods better. Um, depending on, you know, if you have colitis or some other very specific digestive ailments, sometimes you need to do more healing and sometimes that's more complicated, but, Sometimes it can feel uncomfortable at first, but you work through that, and then your body's all set to go. Because your body is lazy from well, eating all the processes. You know, we, we get used to what we get used to. But I mean, I think I think that Eva, the point that you made that we don't think about food being, um, you know, affecting our health that much beyond like don't eat too much sugar, you know, or don't right. eat too much fat, you know. But the reality is that that we live in a world, like you said, there's so many crazy toxins that we're exposed to all the time that we just don't even know about. And the way that we spend so much time sitting as opposing, as opposed to moving around the way we used to, and our food is so processed that really we need, we do need to think more clearly and more carefully about how can we, since we're having such an assault on our bodies, then how can we up our immune system game at the same time? And the way, main way to do that, our immune system functions off of the vitamins and minerals and nutrients that we give it. So we need to give it the best vitamins and nutrients and minerals possible. You know, I, I just find this also fascinating. And when you were talking about juicing, um, is it better to, well, and I know that this isn't like totally your area of expertise, but is it better to juice or is it better to eat the raw vegetables or you need a combination of both? A combination of both because the juicing doesn't get you the fiber and you also want the fiber. The juice just gives you, um, you know, a good chunk of all of the proteins and minerals and enzymes, but you also want the fiber. So, you know, when I was in my heavy duty healing phase, I would have a big juice, like 20 ounces in the morning and 20 ounces in the afternoon. And then, salads and dips and raw wraps and things like that in between. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I do want to say again that, that my book, Everyday Healing, so sometimes, some people love the raw foods idea and they want to hear about it nonstop because it's just so fascinating. And some people can get really freaked out by it because it's like, oh my gosh, you're telling me I have to only eat vegetables. But, but the book, Everyday Healing, is really, it's, it's got these five practices of you know, how to take charge of your life, how to connect with those around you and develop a team and how to believe in your own ability to heal and how to create order um, and set up systems so that whatever your health challenge is, you can find your own path to health and how to nurture your heart so that you can deal with the tough emotions that get in the way of getting healthy. And the book goes through each one of those practices and helps you develop those practices in your own life so that you can find your own path to health. And for some people, it's eating a lot of vegetables, and for other people, it's, you know, very, very different paths to health. I get it, and that's why you need a health coach to be that guide. Right, to guide you, because otherwise you just don't know what to do. And and I agree. I know I was uh, focusing a little bit on the the raw foods and on the juicing, but you also were in an extreme crisis. I mean, I know that the book then also addresses, you know, how you can feel better if you're – crisis isn't quite as, you know, it's not really a crisis, so you're just not feeling that great. 
you know, and how to address it. You don't have to be quite that, that intense in how you go about healing yourself. Right. Um, I I remember I had a knee injury a couple of years ago after I'd been healthy for a few years. And I thought, you know what? I know how to heal this knee injury. I'll do it the same way I did before. I'll get totally focused on it. I'll do some research. I'll choose a strategy. I'll get support, you know, and, and I, I did the same thing that I did in the past with, and, and it was just, it was a knee injury. It wasn't a huge deal, but I ended up seeing several different providers and getting a really lots of different approaches and trying three different physical therapists until I found the one who was really absolutely the best. And in like six months, I went from not being able to walk up and down stairs to being totally fine and running three or four miles a day again. You know, so it's, yeah. it's really about taking charge and making the commitment and saying, this is the priority. I'm going to do my research. I'm going to try a lot of different things. I'm going to be the boss of my own healthcare team. That's another yeah. important part of it. It's not just giving over the decision-making to the doctors. You know, they're very valuable expert consultants, but ultimately we're the ones who have to figure out how to heal ourselves. Yeah, and I think that's the key to all of this is that what you're really doing is then you're empowering people to take charge of their health and showing them how to do that because it can be so overwhelming, especially when you don't feel good, to try to figure out what to do, whereas you have done all that legwork leg and you can help people figure out where they can at least start. Um, and, yeah, and they can start by going to healforrealnow.com. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we're going to take our last break in about two minutes, Jeanette, but um, getting back to your book, one of the things that struck me um, was in the title, the word every day, mm-hmm. right? And means it's not um, a light switch change or it's not just try this diet or do this. It's sort of like every day. It's, I look at it as this is now part of my lifestyle. Right. Um, so, uh, right. is is it a daily? So, in other words, it's sort of like I go through the book and get my daily health vitamin in terms of advice. Well, part of the everyday healing, just in the book title, is that it's written as a day book. So every it's written in a hundred days. Every day has a little essay, an inspirational quote, and an activity to do that day uh. to help you move forward. So it's. It's written for with busy people in mind. If you can just open a page, take five minutes, read that essay, or even just look at the quote and the activity at the end, and it'll help you move yourself forward. And you know so what I'm going to say now, right? It needs to be on everybody's lap. I say that when uh, we hear something like this. I mean, but this is, you know, like you just said, a quote or something, and it's not doesn't necessarily have to go end to end, right? You could just open it. Right. Oh, that's a, a lot of people have told me that they it's like a it's been described to me as a personal support group they, group for them. They carry it around in their bag, and just once or twice a day or a few times during the week, they'll open it up and just open up a page and read it and be like, okay, that's my that's my mantra for the day, or that's what I'm thinking about today, and it just helps them over time shift their, shift their life and shift their perspective. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. Um, okay, yeah. so we have to uh, take our last break. Uh, we still have a lot more to go and talk about with Jeanette, so please stay with us. We will be right back.
Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the Workplace Improvement Revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Okay, everyone, um, segment four, and we're with our special guest, Jeanette Hillis-Jaffe, and we're learning about her everyday healing, um, stand up, take charge, and get your health back journey. Um, and you can learn more at HealForRealNow.com. Um, I strongly recommend everybody go there, sign up. Learn about- when you sign up, you get the Everyday Healing Toolkit and also an opportunity. She's going to pick two people to give a free book to. Uh, it's just, it's sort of like the beginning of your coaching relationship. Um, and I just think it's great. What I, I wanted to ask something that we hadn't really touched on yet, Jeanette, and that is, you know, you do have um, a master's in public health. So you did have a little head start on your mission, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, the truth is I think the main thing that the Masters in Public Health did for me is it, it makes it easier for me to read articles online, just I think in terms of the jargon and the epidemiology and biostatistics and that kind of thing. Um, and maybe it gives me a little more confidence in conversations with doctors where if I disagree with them, you know, maybe. But beyond that, you know, it, it it didn't, you know, I, I was like everybody else in terms of having to start at ground zero and just do research online and figure out what works and what doesn't. No, I agree, you know? and it took a lot of courage. Um, not I, 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 After the fact, all we can do is say it as if it sounded easy, but we know it wasn't. Um, I mean, six years times 365, that's a lot of, uh, it's, uh, I don't, it's unbelievable. Yeah, my, but, husband and I, my husband and I call those years the dark years. Yeah, um, but it it definitely gives you, it validates your uh, subject matter expertise in that you, exactly what you said, you were able to look at your research with your background and determine if it's a path you may want to look at or not. And I think that was a big help. And that's why your book would be of value. It's almost like, you know, you did all of the legwork for everyone. Um, And so... I, I do think one of the things that it does help me is it helps me sort of separate, like I said, separate the wheat from the chaff and recognize also that a lot of people get very into one fad. You know, everyone has to do paleo. Everyone has to do the Mediterranean diet. Everyone has to do this kind of extra seven-minute exercise. And having read everything that I've read and seen, you know, in the 30 years that I've been involved in public health work, that, you know, that it's, it's, I guess that's 20 years. I'm dating myself. 20 years I've been involved in public health work. That, uh, that you know, there are so many different approaches, and, and, and many of them are valid. And the, the reality is that we're all, 
And this is part of what we're learning with the whole, with the genome mapping that's going on now. We're all such individuals that it takes, that's why it takes that research and experimentation for each one of us to find what's the right path for us. You know, uh, any one of these, any of these, any one of these sort of popular diets or popular exercise routines or popular mind body, um, mind body approaches could make an enormous difference for people, but it, it's different. It depends on that person. Um, and I, I think honestly that having my master's in public health helps me see that broad picture a little better, that there's not one answer for everybody, that we all need to get some expert advice and support from family and friends to find the right path for ourselves. Well, and what I really, really admired and liked is when you said you found two people that had your issues and healed from it. And that's who you look toward to help you at least get on this path and move you in the right direction. And I've never thought of that before, but that's such a great way of looking at it. You know, find two people that have actually healed from what you have and see what they did. That makes such right. a huge difference as opposed to like going to the doctor or even just picking up a book. And yeah, you know, the book might address some of the issues that you have, but you really need to find some something or someone that actually has almost exactly what you have yeah, and um, how they right. did it. And it makes the other an thing, enormous difference, yeah. Huge right, difference. There is also so much skill here as well. In other words, okay, so you're making the graphs and you're actually yeah. doing your own testing and experimenting research and, and sharing that. You're even making your doctors smarter, right? Because now they have more for, you know, others. To well, I share. think, you know, we kind of seem, we glossed over a little bit on the graphs, but I think that keeping track of how you feel every day, I thought that was huge that you did that. And that, that must be a huge thing for your clients to do as well, because otherwise you really don't know and you really don't remember how you feel day to day. Yeah, I right. agree. It makes an, if you're trying different things and trying to see how they're working, it makes an enormous difference. I mean, I think, that, the, the charting, how one's doing, makes an enormous difference. And then the other piece is, you know, we're talking about the research and experimentation. And one of the things that I always say to anyone who has a, a long-term health condition, they usually feel terrible about themselves. You know, because like I said, in the supersized Photoshop world we live in, if, if you aren't totally healthy and if you, or if you have a couple extra pounds or whatever, we feel bad about ourselves. And I always say to them, you are the bravest, you know, just the fact that you get up every day and get through the day, you're a warrior. You know, someone with diabetes who has to take their blood, you know, check their blood sugar several times a day or someone with MS who has to deal with chronic pain all day long or whatever it is, you know, these people are warriors. And so I really encourage them to, A, to reframe it as that they are, you know, they have an ambitious health goal and like an elite athlete, they're working towards that health goal, and they deserve a team of people, a coach and a nutritionist and a, you know, and a, a motivator and an agent and, you know, somewhat all these different people to help them to move forward in their ambitious goal of getting healthier. And, and you really do need that emotional support because if you're going through that research and experimentation, I'm going to try this and see if it works. Some things aren't going to work, and it can be devastating. You know, it can be really, you've spent six months trying to get really good at this new health intervention or this new diet, and you just decide it's not making a difference. You need people around you to pick up the pieces before you go try the next one. I agree. Um, and, you know, all through the show, I was waiting for the right time to ask this question, but every time I was going to ask it, you kind of answered it in your own way ahead of time. You know, 
what inspired you? So you're getting better. You know, what inspired you to actually write the book? And I, I see that, you know, everybody needs a team around them. And there's so many things that we can be doing to help ourselves. And, you know, we can turn the whole world around, you know, into one better place if we were just happier. And we just felt yeah. better. Right? Felt better. Yeah. Right. Um, unbelievable. And so now as a speaker, consultant and coach, um, was this all after the fact or did this was, is this what you were doing throughout this uh, journey? No, I've had my career before was I worked um, uh, with low income families, helping them get access, doing research and helping them get access to food and to health care. And I was an advocate and, um, and researcher on, on, on the impact of, of lack of food and lack of health care access for low income families. And then I, and then I got sick. Um, and I have to say that what the reason why I ended, ended up doing the coaching and the writing is because it just happened organically. Once I got healthy, all my friends and family started sending people to me. And what I saw was they all just wanted to do the raw vegan diet. And first mm-hmm. of all, I saw that most of them weren't able to do it and, and that it was hard for them to make any change. And I realized that these five practices that I have in the book, those five practices are sort of the basic foundation that a person needs to be able to take on a big health a big healing effort or even a small healing effort to be able to make that commitment and get the support. And so I thought what these folks need is not just me to tell them what vegetables to eat. They need me to map out how to set up their lives so that they can take on their own healing effort and figure it out for themselves. Um, So that's why I started the coaching. It's unbelievable. Um, You know, we can talk about this a lot longer, so we may ask you to come back, but we're out of time right now. This has been a phenomenal show. Yeah, it um, really is. Uh, log in, sign up, get the plan, get the book. Very inspiring. Even the, uh, the message from your husband was very inspiring. Um, we just think the world of what you're doing, and uh, we thank you so much for joining us. Thank you both so much for having me. This has been fantastic. Excellent. Thank you, uh, take care. Have a great rest of the day and make this year the best one ever. <laughs> you too. Take care. Okay. Take, take care. care. Um, now.com. We have to share that all week. This is a phenomenal book. It can change the way everybody feels. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, it was a great show. We learned a lot about doing the plan. We're out of time. I a just, good opening for 2016. Absolutely. Uh, I want to thank everyone. I want to thank you, of course, our producer, Dave Olson, our Talk Zone family. Happy New Year again, everyone, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva.